with Ken. Welcome. Come on in. Grab your cup of coffee, grab a donut, and come on in. We're going to do this thing today. We're going to have a Mornings with Ken on a Tuesday. Ah, Hey, how you guys doing today? I hope you're doing well. Ah, Hey, I was off work yesterday. Not my real job, but uh, my podcasting job. <laughs> Wait, is it a job if you if you don't get paid? Hmm. If a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, did it make a sound? Do birds still... Wait, do bears still poop in the woods? I don't know. No, never mind. Never mind. Let's not get potty mouth today, Kenny. <laughs> Hey, good Tuesday morning. Thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Yes, just today I took the day off. Sort of. There still kind of was a show. Sort of a show. Um, but, uh, yeah, Dixie and I went away for the weekend just to get away. Well, on the 21st is our wedding anniversary. So we kind of celebrated it a little bit early. So... Yes, we went away, had a good time, had a good time. Ate at a fabulous restaurant. If you're ever up in Geneva on the lake, you got to stop at this restaurant. Ferretti's? Ferretti's? It's a winery. It's a winery and a restaurant. I don't care for, you know, wine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dabble in the wine. But um, it's an Italian restaurant. And boy, did they have the best spaghetti sauce I've ever tasted. I know you hear people say that all the time when they eat at a new place or they want to tell somebody about a new restaurant they discovered. And they say, oh, this is the best ever. But honestly, that spaghetti that I had, I think it was the best spaghetti ever I've ever had. I don't know what they did with the sauce, but that sauce was incredible. Incredible spaghetti sauce. In fact, at the end of the meal, when we were paying our bill, the waiter came by and I said, I don't know how you guys make this sauce, but it's the best spaghetti sauce I've ever had. 
Now, this is the part you don't know what's true and what's not true. But the young kid, the young guy goes, well, I'm going to tell the cook that because she is an 80-year-old lady from Italy. And she comes in every morning and her only job is she makes the spaghetti sauce. Yes, she is a real Italian and she comes in every morning. We call, we call, what do they call her? I think they just call her grandma. And she said she's about four foot tall and she comes in just to make the spaghetti sauce for today. And he goes, when I see her, I will tell her that our customer said she makes the best spaghetti sauce. Now, I don't know if, the, if that's just a, the kid's just feeding me a line and there is no grandma. I'd be very, very dis- I want to believe that there's a grandma, a little Italian lady back there making that sauce. Excuse me while I cough. <coughs> but I want to believe that there really is a grandma back there making that spaghetti by hand. Um, crushing the tomatoes with her feet. and we kind of, No, no, no. But I hope it's not coming out of a can. Um, if it is, I would be shocked because um, Ferretti's in Geneva on the lake. So if you're ever up in Geneva on the lake, Ferretti's restaurant, it is a killer. Hang on while I go into a... Uh, hang on while I go into a coughing fit. All right, thanks for bearing with me on that coughing fit. I hope it's not going to be that way the whole show. I apologize. Anyway, Dixie and I had a great time. We enjoyed it. Monday, it was just too... I didn't... I didn't... uh, I was just tired. I'm not going to... I'm not going to lie. I was just... Just tired... You know, it was a fun weekend. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do a show. Sometimes you just can't. So I had to, I, I, I put together a few, uh, some songs and uh, that was your Monday show. So I'll try to do better today. So <clears throat> anyway, hey, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll get the show started on the other side. history, there have been many songs written about the eternal triangle. This next one tells the story of a Mr. Grayson, a beautiful woman, and a condemned man named Tom Dooley. When the sun rises tomorrow, Tom Dooley must hang. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Poor boy, you're bound to die. I met her on the mountain. There I took her life. Met her on the mountain. Stabbed her with my knife. 
Would you like your change back, sir? What kind of question is that, peeps? Hey, people. What kind of question is that? I'm all right. You know, usually if you hear me talk about people who work fast food at the drive through window, I usually give you guys a lot of praise. I really do. Go back to some old shows and, and see if I don't give fast food workers at the window a lot of praise and respect. Because you guys do do a tremendous job, and I really appreciate all you guys do. But you, you guys got to stop asking that question. Do you want your change back, sir? Or madam, of course I want my change back. All right, see, I have a bad Coke addiction, Coca-Cola. I get my dollar Coke. So sometimes I would pull up to the drive-thru window at a certain restaurant that they use the colors yellow and red and their emblem looks like an M, but I think it's a French fry. Um, anyway, so I go through the drive through window, and I'll order my dollar Coke. Well, sometimes, if I don't have the exact change, it comes to a dollar seven, by the way. Seven cents tax. If I don't have the exact change, I'll give them a dollar and maybe a quarter or a dime. And... I order my food, I go up to the window, I give them my dollar and a quarter. And, and 
the the precious little girl behind the wind behind the counter there in the window, or the precious little guy. Uh, I'll give him my dollar and a quarter to go. Do you want your change back? Yes, yes, I want my change back. I understand. For some of you thinking, well, like if you give them a dime and it's a dollar seven, you're only getting three cents back. Yes, but three cents added with another three cents added with another penny is my seven cents for tax the next time I stop by. If I have a dollar, I'll have the exact change. Or it just adds up a penny and a penny and a penny, penny. It all adds up. It's still money. Since when are we just throwing pennies away? Especially in this in this coin shortage we're living in. Give me my money. Give me my coins. I mean, you know what? The next time I go through a drive through window to get my dollar Coke, I'm going to pull up to the window and just hand them a dollar. And, and, and they're probably going to ask, I'm sure it's a dollar seven. I go, yeah, but that's okay. Just keep the dollar. Dollar's good enough. I'm going to do that. Next time I go through a drive through window, I'm going to roll up there. I'm going to roll up there with uh, 90 cents. I'm going to roll up there with 90 cents, get my dollar Coke, hand them 90 cents and change. And they're going to say, sir, you're a little short. Do you have the rest of it? They go, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's okay. You, 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 don't, want, you don't want the whole amount. That's okay. Never mind. We're, we're good. I mean, let's, let's turn the tables here. I mean, let's be fair. Do you want your change back? Yes, I want my change back. It's like you go to a restaurant and order a meal, and it's it's a uh, you have a meat, a, pot- a potato, and a vegetable. And then, w- what if they didn't put the vegetable on, on the plate? And said, "Oh, you really didn't want those green beans, did you?" Yes, I want the green. Be- I paid for them. I want the green beans. I mean, do you want your change back? Of course I want my change back. It all adds up. Money is money. <laughs> oh, I mean, hey. Folks, sometimes I do. If I give them a dollar ten, sometimes I'll not. Ex- I'll tell them to keep the change. But that's that's when they've already annoyed me and I'm in a hurry. And I'm. <laughs> but in most all 90% of the time, 99% of the time, give me my change back, please. Oh, goodness gracious. But all you fast food workers, you guys do a tremendous job. I appreciate everything you do. You guys, you guys, you guys don't get enough appreciation. Thank you for all that you do. You guys do a tremendous job. Oh, well, I got that little rant out there. Hey, today's, first of all, how'd you like yesterday's weather? Yesterday's weather, man, was yesterday a, just a gray, cloudy, rainy, yucky day. It was just a yucky day yesterday. I mean, just the gray skies. And you know how it is, like, I don't know, maybe it's just my eyes, I have bad eyes, but when you're driving and you're looking through the windshield and it's raining and you got the, the windshields are going and you got your, your heater blowing warm air on your windshield and it still doesn't look clear. 
I mean, it was just a yucky, yucky day yesterday. A yucky, yucky day. But, you know, you have to make the most of it, that's for sure. You really do have to make the the, the most of it. Because uh, you'll never get that day back again. You'll never get that day back again. So while you're living your day, you're up. You're up in the morning. You're getting your day started. Despite the weather, you got to try to make the most of it. You really do, because we'll never get this day back again. We will never get this day back again. Just think of today, this morning. What all can you accomplish today? That's how I've tried to start my mornings. I've been trying to do that for a while. What what all can I get accomplished? How much can I do today? Because you can never get this day back. Today is tomorrow's yesterday. Let me say that again. Today is tomorrow's yesterday. You don't want to look back and say, oh, I, I could have got this done yesterday. I could have accomplished this yesterday. Do it today while, while the day is still here. Today is tomorrow's yesterday. It truly, truly is. So we might as well try to accomplish as much as possible. And sometimes you got to do that through uh, through bad circumstances. Speaking of bad circumstances, speaking of bad circumstances, guys, yesterday was a bad day. Now, I'm going to share something very, very personal. And if you don't want to hear it, I'll give you five five seconds to tune out. It might be a little bit of potty mouth. Now, you know where I stand, but it might be a little potty talk here. So if, if I'm giving you five seconds to, to tune out, it's, it's nothing. I'm not going to cuss or swear. I don't do that. But um, although yesterday, yesterday... Um, but no, it's not going to be that bad. I think you're safe to stick around. Um, so it's okay. So let's do this. Let's, let's embarrass Ken. Let's embarrass myself today. Guys, I don't care. I'm 51 years old. I've, I've done a lot in my life. I've had a lot of experiences, some good, some bad, but I'm just going to embarrass myself. Actually, I'm not that embarrassed about it, to be honest with you. Life happens. Things happen. So, yesterday, I was driving somewhere. No need to know where and when. But I was coming from a far away. I was coming from, like, the Medina area, headed back towards Akron. And... Let's just say my bladder was full. My bladder was full. Now, you're, after I say this, you guys are saying, Ken, why would you ever share this? Well, I don't know. But 
talking about making the most out of a bad situation, but so I'm on my way back from the Medina area. Back to Akron or north trying to get back to Canton. And um my bladder was full. So I thought, wow, I mean I I I have to use the restroom. Or like in uh the movie Driving Miss Daisy, I have to make water. I have to make water. So I come, I thought, you know what? There's no exit. The the next exit. I guess I had made it pretty far. And uh, on 224. So I thought, well, the next exit, I think there's a there's a Sheets gas station on Main Street right there. If I can just make it to Main Street, I could jump out real quick and run in the Sheets gas station and use the restroom. Because there's no I, there's no place to get off at right now. So, okay, well, all right. So my bladder's feeling full. My bladder's full and feeling full. And I'm like, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I'm praying. I'm praying to Jesus. I'm praying up a storm in my car. I'm like, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus. Now, I'm not trying to take the Lord's name in vain, so please forgive me. But I I was just, I was in the spirit. And uh, then, you know, you feel it where it's like, Okay, it this ain't happening. I am not gonna make it. I am not making it. So I pull off to the side of the expressway on the little berm there. What do they call that a berm? Hmm, I'm gonna look that word up after the show. What do they call it? The berm of the road. Anyway, so I I, I mean I pulled off to the berm of the road and I jumped out of my car and I thought I gotta run around to the other side of the car. At least maybe nobody, cars are coming. They're shining their headlights. And if I can just make it to the other side of the car, maybe they won't see me. It won't be too awfully bad. So I pull off to the highway. I run around to the other side of the car. And it's too late, folks. It's too late. I didn't make it very far. And let's just say... I broke water. I broke water. Didn't have time to, you know, do what you got to do. And not only... I broke water. I, I, let's not be too too graphic here, but some other things might have happened. Something else might have happened with that. But let's just... I broke water. So now I'm, I'm on the highway and, and you know, you break water. That's one thing, but when you just won't stop anyway, so now I got, I got soaked pants, front back. I'm soaked. Now I don't mean to gross you guys out. I, I apologize. I'm just being real. So now what do you do? You're on the highway. You're wet. Plus it's raining. Well, you know, hey, maybe the rain would wash stuff away. But uh, what do you do? There's nothing you can do. You got to get back in the car and drive. 
You got to get back in the car and drive. That's a great feeling, sitting back in the car. Yeah, that's a great feeling. So, <laughs> oh man, what a day. What a day. So, yeah, you're talking about trying to look at the good in every situation. At that time, there was nothing good in that situation at all. At all. I mean, I'm wet, plus wet from the rain. My shirt's wet because it was pouring down rain. I'm just a soaking mess. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, hey, let's take a quick break. I'll be right back. That's right. That's right. Today is tomorrow's yesterday. So you got to you got to get as much accomplished every day that you can cuz you don't know if if uh tomorrow is promised. Tomorrow isn't promised and you have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. Um on a sad note, on a, on a sad note, I read the most recent report of Rush Limbaugh and I don't care about your politics. I, I don't care how you feel about uh, Rush Limbaugh because he's a conservative and, you, you know, whatever, your politics. But um, for many of you who don't know, Rush Limbaugh, radio talk show host, um, has been battling cancer for a while now. And um, I guess he just said on yesterday's program, the cancer has progressed and it's not looking good. And he just shared that yesterday on his show, I guess, from what I just read. And, uh, you know, he talked about 
that tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow isn't promised. So you got to live today. Um, just like the song we kind of heard, today is tomorrow's yesterday. Do as much as you can. Tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. So um, prayers for Rush Limbaugh and uh, anybody else out there. All, everybody. Cancer is such a nasty thing. It's such a nasty thing. And uh, I can't wait till God takes care of all that in the end of days. The end of days. So anyway, prayers for everybody out there suffering through the horrible disease of cancer. So, hey, so anyway, talking about today is tomorrow's yesterday, talking about making them the best of every situation and your reactions to every situation. So now, when I'm in the, after my little incident in the car or out of the car and then back in the car, I thought to myself, all right, I can, I can, I really did. I really sat in the car and I got, I thought to myself, I can have this make me in a really bad mood for the rest of the evening. Or I can laugh about it. I didn't feel like laughing, folks. I know. I don't know how many of us adults would admit as adults that we had an accident. I mean, that's kind of embarrassing. But, hey, life happens. And uh, I thought, okay, am I gonna am I gonna let this make make me and make ruin my night having in a bad mood, or can I just look at myself, my situation, and just laugh about it? So. Now, I'm not saying I was successful. I don't think I laughed about it, but I tried uh, some mental techniques just to say, you know what, it is what it is, and and I'm not going to let this ruin my night. I'm going to sit here in this squishy pants, and <laughs> I'm going to make the best of it. I'm just going to kind of say, oh, oh, well, I can't wait to get home and take a nice warm shower. So, yeah, but then you got to do that walk of shame when you get home because you got to try to get to your bedroom and get your clothes before your wife or son sees you. You don't want to walk. They'll be like, hey, dad, why are you walking kind of funny? And then, you know, you know what that. So I had to kind of beat it to the bedroom as fast as I could and grab some clothes. But. Then my wife found out, but anyway, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So I was thinking, so how do you, how do you look at a bad situation and not dwell in it? I guess is a, is a good way to put it. Not dwelling in the bad situation. So now I'm going to share some stuff with you. This is what I've learned through... Counseling and a little bit through, uh, well, like right now, I found some stuff on the uh, internet that talks about it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna endorse every one of these as 
a good thing to how to embrace the moment. But um, I'll just go over them. If it helps you, it helps you. I'm not necessarily going to divorce or endorse every one of these. So number one, embrace the mood. Now, I'm going to turn this one around because this talked about if you're in a bad mood, just embrace it and live in it. Nah, I kind of disagree with that one. Um, I know I learned a phrase called ride the wave. Ride the wave. So, you know, if you ever look at a surfer, he's out there on a surfboard going wherever the wave takes him. And he, and, but eventually the wave gives way and he's out of the wave. Well, that's the way I kind of look at it. Okay, if you are in a certain mood, a certain mental state, ride it out. Don't don't make it worse than what it is, but ride the emotion out, meaning calm down, sit, let the feelings come and go right out. Don't react. Don't let that manif- manifest, but just ride the emotion away until it's over. Just let it go out of your system. Not by yelling, screaming, hollering, but maybe just close your eyes and just go, hey, I'm feeling this emotion. I'm just going to let it ride away like the wave. Hey, I learned that. I learned something. Um, Number two, change your mood by tackling a task, by doing a task. Change your mood by doing a task. That is actually beneficial. It really is. I know people who do that. When they're in a certain mood, they they do a task. For and it helps it helps both ways. One, you're once you start doing that task, you're no longer dwelling on the problem that puts you in a certain mood. You you slowly get out of that mood. And then you accomplish something. So it helps both ways. It got you out of a certain mood. And then it helps you accomplish something. So there's that. Number three, your part. Think about your part. In other words, if you had a bad situation happen, maybe at work or at home, wherever, don't push the blame or the cause at someone else. Now, they, the other person or people can have, they had a part in it too, but recognize your own part. How does your own reactions or mood, um, how, what was your part in, in the bad situation? We're always quick to to blame somebody else for the bad situation. But what part did you play? I, I don't know. That, that's, I don't know. Does that help? I don't know. Gratitude. Gratitude. Number four. Try to think of some gratitude. Not everything's bad. What, what do you do well? What do you like about yourself? What do you do well? What do you do well? 
think of some positive traits that you have. Are you a good cook? Are you a good baker? Candlestick maker? No. Uh, I mean, are, are you a handy? Are you a great handyman? Can you fix about anything? Do you do you like the way you look today at work? Do you like that outfit you had on? Did you have a good hair day? Little things. I'm talking about major things, but little things. You know, ha, you know, gratitude. Be grateful for something about yourself. Um, number five, go for a walk. Go for a walk. Sometimes going for a walk helps clear your mind. It really does help clear your mind. Um, I know my wife Dixie really enjoys her walks. She really, really enjoys her walks. So um, that just can help burn off energy, burn off thoughts and reactions. So go for a walk. All right, hey, let's take a quick break, and on the other side, we'll finish these last, the last five. Be right back. There's a village hidden deep in the valley Among the pine trees half forlorn And there on a sunny morning Little Jimmy Brown was born Chapel bells were ringing in the little valley town, and the song that they were singing was for baby Jimmy Brown. Then the little congregation prayed for guidance from above. Lead us not into temptation, bless this hour of meditation, guide him with eternal love. There's a village hidden deep in the valley, beneath the mountains high above. And there, twenty years thereafter, Jimmy was to meet his love. Chapel bells were ringing. Twas a great day in his life. Cause the songs that they were singing was for Jimmy and his wife. Then the little congregation prayed for guidance from above. Lead us not into temptation. Bless the Lord this celebration, may their lives be filled with love. From the village, hidden deep in the valley, one rainy morning dark and gray, a soul winged its way to heaven, Jimmy Brown had passed away. Just a lonely bell was ringing. singing to our good old Jimmy Brown and the little congregation prayed for guidance from above lead 
us not into temptation. May his soul find the salvation of thy great eternal love. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are you ready to do these last five? The last five things to do while you're experiencing a mood (laughs) or things aren't just going right. So number six, pets. Pets. Cuddle with your pet. If you have a pet, you have a dog or a cat or a parrot. But, uh, Oh, yeah. Sometimes pets can be such stress relievers. They really can. You know, it's been proven. Um, That's why hospitals um, develop different programs to bring pets into hospitals because it's such beneficial to the patients. So sometimes just snuggling up to your pet, um, it really can change your mood and just bring calmness. That's a real thing. Number seven, have some me time. Have some me time. So, get... I, I cannot express enough to how this is helpful. This is really beneficial. And you shouldn't feel guilty about it. Sometimes you just need to relax your way. Whatever way that is whether it's listening to some music, reading a book, maybe just setting and and closing your eyes and relaxing. Whatever it is to you, I I don't know. Maybe it's going out to the garden and gardening or outside yard work or washing, whatever it is. Find some me time. Take care of yourself. It is important. Number eight, exercise. Exercise is beneficial. I know my wife enjoys it when she is needs to get some stress out. She'll go for a five, eight, eight mile walk, um, and she it, she says it's it's it it helps her so much. Number nine. Number nine is get a good perspective. Not everything is all that bad. Don't don't make it worse than what it is. Keep it all in perspective. It's not that, yes, yeah, something bad might have happened, but we can go on. It's not, it's not that bad. Don't make it worse than what it really is. Number 10, find a silver lining. Find a silver lining. Something good. You know, like in my situation where, you know, you have an accident out in the middle of a highway. And uh, you know what? For me, all it was is, hey, I can't wait to get home and get that nice warm shower. Oh, I'm going to feel so good. I know it's not much of a silver lining, but find the best you can in it. So... Ah, you know, today's going to be another day of yucky weather. 
it's going to be cloudy, and it's I think it's an 80% chance of rain. So, hey, we're going to have kind of a dark, dreary day again, but let's make the best of it. Let's just, just knock it out. Let's do this day, whatever whatever it is, man. Let's just, just, let's just get her done. Get her done. But, hey, thanks for stopping by with uh, Mornings with Ken. I appreciate it. I really do. So, hey, go do your day. Love you guys. Have an awesome day.